I want to welcome Agile XRM to the podcast. I've known the people at Agile XRM for the past 12 years. I've seen how their business process management tool can add massive value to complex organizational processes in sectors such as finance and government. If you have complex processes or a need for dialogues on the Power Platform or Dynamics 365, take a look at how this BPM tool can add value. You can find them at agilexrm.com or check out the show notes for more details. Welcome to the MVP Show. My intention is that you listen to the stories of these MVP guests and are inspired to become an MVP and bring value to the world through your skills. If you have not checked it out already, I do a YouTube series called How to Become an MVP. The link is in the show notes. With that, let's get on with the show. Today's guest is from Ross on Y in England. She works for CloudThing as a senior functional consultant. She received her first MVP award in 2021. She is a late career switcher. Her own words, I've picked up Microsoft Power Platform in the last few years as an enthusiastic 50-something. I'm in that club as well. A very act, She's very active in the Power Platform and Dynamics 365 community and regularly participates in events as a speaker, volunteer, and attendee. You can check out the show notes in this episode for her Twitter, LinkedIn, and blog, uh, various resources that she uh, has. Welcome to the show, Cheryl. Thank you very much for having me, Mark. It's lovely to be here. It's great to be here. I've known you for some time now, and I'm so pleased to see you in the MVP program. Thank you. It was, um, you know, I've sort of made no secret of the fact it was a real shock when I got the MVP. I mean, I I knew that I'd been nominated, obviously. Um, but to be honest, there are so many amazing people in the MVP community. I didn't think that, you know, I'd get to be one and when the email came in it was yeah I was absolutely blown away blown away <laughs> epic 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 tell us a bit about family food and fun for you and the part of the world you live in oh wow okay right so I'm a single mum of four kids and they're actually all grown up now my um my youngest baby was 18 on Monday so, yeah, I know. And I have no idea where all of those years went, to be honest. But yeah, we, we do a lot as a family still. I still have a couple of the kids living at home with me, um, allegedly saving for a mortgage, right? <laughs> um, so yeah, we do a lot as a family. We go to festivals together. We spend a lot of time together. So I'm very, you know, very much still an active mum, even though my kids aren't really dependents anymore, you know? So. Yeah, I think that's never probably going to stop, right? <laughs> exactly, exactly. So, you know, in in the intro there, I talked about you um, moving later in your career to the Power Platform. Tell us about how you first got exposed to either Dynamics or the Power Platform. What was that very, if you can cast back your mind, what was that very first inflection point that it came onto your radar and then tell us about the journey you went from there to where you are today okay yeah so um i for a long time i've worked in it or you know sort of in the tech industry for probably almost 30 years now right but for the longest time i worked in it service management 
So I'd sort of gone through the IT disciplines, you know, typically from service desk right through tech support, um, worked my way back to being an IT manager, uh, service desk manager. And then I became an IT service management consultant. And I unfortunately was made redundant twice in very quick succession. Um, had one of my children was at uni. So I had a lot of financial obligations, you know, and I, I needed to find a job quite quickly. And I went to work for a Microsoft partner as a, as an ITSM consultant because they were doing quite a bit of work on service management themselves. And they also did, they did dynamics implementations. Um, so I was exposed to a dynamics project where I was an ITSM process advisor. So I got to see the platform, right? And I thought, wow, you know, I really like this dynamics thing. It's, it's got so much potential, right? Especially the power platform. Azure was sort of becoming quite big at that point in time. Um, and then I got moved into being, um, <laughs> the enterprise services manager for that partner, which essentially meant that I managed a support team who supported the dynamics customers, right? The clients of, of this partner. Although I didn't, you know, I didn't know Dynamics myself. I just managed that team. Uh, but over time, I just, I just got to see how this platform was being used and understand the potential of it. And when I was then subsequently made redundant again, I thought, Do you know what? I, I think I might like to try maybe to see if I can pick this thing up, right? Because I, I knew it had legs. I knew it was going to go, you know, really gonna go places. Um, and so that's what I did. I had some redundancy payment and I knew that I could survive for a few months. So first thing I took a month out, spent some time with the family, um, because it had been a really hectic few years, right? And then I thought, right, I'm gonna learn, I'm gonna spend a month just learning. And so what I did was I looked on LinkedIn I looked at all the jobs that were going in Dynamics Power Platform. I looked at what employers were asking for and I set about to learn all of those things, right? I did a great big spreadsheet. <laughs> it's a really long spreadsheet with like a massive table in it of, of all the things that people were looking for. I researched on sort of what was the Dynamics learning portal that's since become Microsoft Learn, right? Um, I researched all of those certifications and yeah, I spent, actually I spent probably about six weeks in the end just learning all of those things. And then I thought, right, <laughs> I need to try and get a job now. So I did two things. I thought, right, well, my expertise, my, you know, what I'm sort of known for is ITSM. So I'm going to apply for some ITSM jobs. Um, but I'm also going to apply for some power platform jobs. Um, and at the same time, uh, this was such a stroke of luck for me. I had seen on LinkedIn that there were these study groups being run by an MVP whose name is Julian Sharp, right? And I thought um, I would join one of these study groups. So I did that. And a guy on the study group I was on, which was for, I think, the AZ900 Azure Fundamentals. There was a guy on the study group um, called Larry Merkelis, and he knew of 
some opportunities going in the company that he worked for. And he suggested that I contacted them. And I did and got my first job in Dynamics and Power Platform, right? And from then, I mean, that study group for me was actually, it was a, the catalyst for all of my community activity uh, ever since then, because I also met on that same study group, Ian Connolly, right? Who, who you'll know, um, who organizes the Scottish Summit. And I went to that first one in Glasgow. And I remember mm-hmm. I met you there and you bought me a that's drink. That's right. That's right. Even though you yes. didn't know who I was, right? <laughs> and, um, and yeah, and that was it really. And from then, yeah, I mean, as I say, I've, the, the potential of the platform blew me away. The community just sort of dragged me in and hugged me, you know, even though I was new and even though I was, you know, not your typical sort of new starter or anything. Like I said, I was like 51, 52, you know, and, but there's just no judgment, you know, everyone's, everyone's welcome. And, and as Chris Huntingford sort of has always said to me, we all started somewhere, right? So yeah. And that's, yeah, it's such a good story. And, um, I just think it, there's a lot of people out there, you know, that, that CIT as something that they can't get into. And yet you've shown by going, you know, doing that six weeks, really learning what was out there. And of course, Microsoft Learn has provided an incredible amount of resource now. You know, when when I started 18 years ago in this space, you know, getting training was instructor-led only and it was expensive, right? And and I think that's a massive leap. But the other thing that I really liked and, and I want to highlight here is the community right? How you have found a place, a home, and the, this community transcends the world. Because, you know, my time in London, I was very involved in the community that was happening in the UK. And then, you know, when I was in Australia, I was very involved in the community there. And, and it's kind of like now it's the pandemic has, you know, driven it global. And um, I just think there's so many opportunities for people to get involved and do the career switch. And you're a great testimony to it. Thank you. Yeah, and you, do you know you are so you're so right about the community, and it is global, right? I mean, I've you know I am literally next week I'm going to be speaking at the Bristol User Group, and I saw you speak at the Bristol User Group, right? Um, I remember you did an awesome session on the difference or between CDS as Dataverse was known back then and and CDM Common Data Model, right? And and that was that was great, and. Also then, in a couple of weeks' time, I'm going to be going to the Scottish Summit again, right? And this time speaking. And bizarrely, bizarrely, I have been chatting. I chat to a guy who's in Australia, Neil Benson, right, um, who runs the Customer Academy. And he sent me over a load of Lego figures <laughs> to go and give out at the Scottish Summit for him. <laughs> so, so yeah, I mean, it is you make friends, right, from from all over the world. And the ninety day MC, you know, obviously, so many friends that I made as a as a consequence of doing the mentoring challenge, right? Yeah, so so good, so good. And of course, yeah, that's where I spent a lot of time with you um, on that mentoring challenge. Tell me about becoming an MVP for you. You, you know, you talked about, you know, your shock, et cetera. Now that you, you are an MVP, what surprised you about um, 
you know, after you got over the shock, what was the kind of, and what maybe continues to surprise you now that you're an MVP? Yeah, I mean, I, I back in the 90-day MC days, I mean, we, we talked a lot about MVP and, you know, how people might become an MVP if that was what they wanted in their career. It hadn't particularly been on my horizon. But um, the, the thing that really uh, I really appreciate about being an MVP is actually the fact that it does give me a platform to reach people and actually, you know, help to further some of the areas in which I, you know, I particularly like to be involved um, along, you know, the sort of women in, in tech lines, really. Uh, I do a lot of work also with um, the STEM ambassadors. Um, I'm part of a group which is called Textilers. And, you know, I also support other women in tech through through various avenues such as like lean in circles so actually this the M- the mvp um, award in in itself actually does it sort of catapults you out to a much much wider audience um people who who actually it, it you know will will listen um when you when you put forward these ideas, which I, you know, these ideas which I believe are very important to myself, and hopefully, you know, to to many other people, um, so that has been a fantastic opportunity actually to get to get these messages out there. Um, the the other thing, <laughs> the other thing that surprised me is actually how much goes on behind the scenes in that MVP community, right? The the sheer volume of of effort that people put in. It just absolutely stuns me. And I have a newfound and massive respect for anyone who, who takes that on and who actually, you know, it's all very, very well becoming an MVP, but to sustain that over time, right, with all of the effort that goes into it, I just take my hat off to people who've, I see people who've been an MVP for, for years and years. And I think, why, you know, that is, that is an awful lot of giving value to other people, right? To giving your time and and your energy and yeah, I mean, hopefully, hopefully, I'll be able to sustain, <laughs> be able to sustain beyond you know one or two years and yeah, and carry on to to pay it forward, right? Just another thing that we've talked about before. Hey, thanks for listening. I'm your host, business application MVP, Mark Smith, otherwise known as the NZ365 Guy. If you like the show and want to be a supporter, check out buymeacoffee.com forward slash NZ365 Guy. Thanks again, and see you next time.